The ProAct know-how. Hi, this is ProAct Sam. Welcome to this live webinar. Um, where to this week we are discussing uh, resident permit freedoms. What does it give you that? So if you're an expat living and working in the EU, what are the uh, freedoms that you gain from having a resident permit for the EU? Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel to follow and see the series. Um, but post-Brexit, it's about UK being an independent sovereign country to make individual bilateral treaties with countries around the world, be that Australia uh, and New Zealand. The EU uh, is, is an intra-government organisation that, that uh, creates common rules for a number of different countries. Um, while there are still retained some individual uh, rules on residency and tax uh, between uh, a bilateral agreement. And, and this is what makes uh, a residency in the EU slightly more complicated. In this residency series, we're looking at the introduction of electronic travel authorities into the EU from 2023. And so we're trying to do a deep dive into that. And so let's have a look that if you've got a business, family, or a property, overseas property, holiday home in the EU, what is your best way forward in terms of residency, tax residency and, and permits for living and working abroad in the EU post-Brexit from a non-EU perspective as well as an EU perspective and, and from the UK. First of all, uh, in, within the EU there is an ID card system. There's not in the UK but there is in the EU and, and this is a based upon biometric data. So it, this includes facial recognition, fingerprints, and makes a clear reference to people that, that uh, um, identify them using this ID card. Um, and th this is the basis of, of, of the introduction of the Electronic Travel Authority. Uh, the Electronic Travel Authority was was staged introduction was supposed to introduce fingerprint checks at all passport uh, controls um, compulsory from May 23 and that's just been postponed. Uh, the full electronic travel authority is due by November so we'll see about that but it's all based upon the ID card information that the government and the EU are, are collecting uh, for people. So that's something to, to bear in mind that the EU have got ID systems for the the, the EU citizens. An EU citizen has got freedom of movement throughout the EU. Uh, they don't need a visa, they, they're not subject to the Schengen Zone short stay rules and they can move uh, themselves, their business uh, and, the, and buy property anywhere within the EU. Um, but of course they're crossing the border with the ID card, not with a passport. And, and the information that's known and it's logged in the system in that way. If you need a visa, people that need a visa uh, to uh, travel cross-border generally need to do it for study, for work, uh, for holiday or, or for medical reasons and use a passport with a visa stamp in that. If you uh, a travelling or a citizen of a, a, a country which hasn't got visa-free travel into the EU Schengen zone, then you will need a Schengen zone visa. 
when you if you do require a visa you don't need the travel authority but you do need to get the visa stamped added to your passport before you travel to enable you to move into that country and you're still limited to the short uh, short-term stay um, unless you get a longer-term Schengen visa for that and so uh, if you're traveling visa free um, then you don't need a visa stamped into your passport but the electronic travel authority will be required and uh, this requires uh, to be applied for before you make the journey into the EU and your your trip is subject to the short stay rules so you're only allowed to travel into any Schengen zone country for 90 days in 180 uh, and this will be measured and if you've got business or family or, or overseas holiday home this is obviously a potentially a constriction that you can only spend three months in six uh, in in that EU country uh, if if you're normally used to visa free travel the electronic travel authority is not a Schengen zone visa but it will put you under the same short stay uh, rules and restrictions if you get a resident permit for where you want to stay now a resident permit is it does exactly what it says on the tin a resident permit is a permission to be a resident so obviously it's going to involve it's slightly different for each country within the EU so this is a freedom that they've got to apply their own rules but generally the, 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 the resident permit is available and can be applied for if, if you're going to stay for longer than the, the short stay period for the 90 days. The resident period, resident permit then treats you like, uh, generally like a, a citizen with similar rights, not necessarily voting rights, but the right to, to uh, live and work and buy property in that country uh, and, and, and be with your family so that that that's the advantage of getting a resident permit but it also frees you from the short stay uh, tie so the short stay rule applies if you don't have a resident permit but if you do have a resident permit for that country then you're not bound by the 90 and 180 day rules so you can stay uh, for longer stays three four five five months if you stay more than six, you, you then got a liability to be taxed in. And in some countries like Portugal, for example, they will deem you to be taxed in if you spend more than six months in the country in that six months. Uh, noting that the travel authority scheme uh, allows them at the border to measure that in, in real time uh, and bring forward those obligations. Even if you've got a resident permit, you will still need to have the electronic travel authority. So a resident permit allows you to travel in without a visa, um, whether you need one or not, but it, 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 you still need the passport and the electronic travel authority to cross the border and enter that country. For a UK expat post-Brexit, if they've got a resident permit in that country, they've got freedom of movement between the UK and that, and that EU country but it's only for that EU country. If you want to travel to other EU countries, even if you've got a, an EU resident permit from another one, the, the short stay rules still apply. If there's visa free travel, the electronic travel authority is required for that trip, um, but you won't need a visa, 
a Schengen zone visa if you've got visa free travel, which the UK has got to most of the, most of the EU countries. Uh, when you stay in a country for a long time, you potentially got a liability, uh, a, a liability, a potential to claim a permanent residency varies from country to country, but generally five to 10 years, you can apply for permanent residency, which might be ongoing or, or for a fixed period of say 10 years. The permanent residency um, is, is less uh, restrictive in terms of you having to be a resident for a certain period of time uh, over a number of years. So with a resident permit, if you stop turning up and, and um, uh, visiting the, the country for a period of time, it could be revoked or lapsed. But with, with a, uh, a permanent residency, it, it lasts for a specific period of time, like 10 years or maybe longer, uh, uh, to give you the right to live, work and, and, and uh, enjoy property there. Um, in countries like Cyprus, it also brings in, it's used, the permanent residence used as a benchmark for universal healthcare which again is something that varies country by country within the EU. So in summary then, a resident permit gives you more flexibility with the country in which you've got the resident permit. So if you've got family, business uh, or property, holiday home interests that you want to take care of in that country, then considering getting a residency permit, it, it could be prudent um, given that the introduction of the electronic travel authority is going to put the short stay um, Schengen zone rules uh, imposed on all visa free travel into the EU Schengen zone. Let's have a look, a look at some specific country examples now. With the UK, uh, EU expats can travel into the UK now for 90 days and if it's visa-free travel, you don't need a visa for that 90-day travels. You can actually stay without a visa in the UK for up to, to uh, uh, six months. It's not subject to uh, any travel authorities or, or EU regulation in, in the UK. However, if you are staying more than 90 days, then in principle, you should, uh, while you're in the UK, apply to extend your stay uh, to the um, up to 12 months um, and you can do that that's not the same as a longer term residency visa and you can get those but once you're in the UK um, different circumstances for different types of people family business um, or, or property uh, again for more information and guidance on uh, expats relocating to the UK contact us at productpartnership.com Let's compare that to Ireland. Uh, Post-Brexit, Ireland and the UK have still got uh, joined by the uh, Ireland Act of 1949 and Ireland and UK have got freedom of movement between the two countries uh, to live and work abroad. So uh, a UK uh, citizen can go and live and work in and buy property and run a business in Ireland without any restrictions uh, and vice versa. Uh, and without the EU coming into, into play. Ireland will still require you to have a resident permit because they have an ID system in, in there. That's a, a, a juxtaposition there, but the resident permit will give you the, the ID card. With Ireland, if you're intending to stay longer than a short-term stay, 
90 days, then you should apply for that um, uh, resident permit to stay up to 12 months before you, you enter the country. Ireland is a member of the EU, but as is the one country that's not applied to join the Schengen Zone and doesn't intend to do so. Um, and partly related to lots of other political factors. So um, connected to the complications with the Irish border. So just have in mind there that uh, the electronic travel authority will be required under EU rules that will implement the Schengen zone 90 in 180 days. Um, but the uh, English, uh, Irish uh, rules of freedom of movement shouldn't restrict it for uh, British people uh, subject to uh, any changes on that uh, going up to the implication implementation of the full system in, in 2023. To stay in touch with that, contact us at projectpartnership.com um, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, lots of other examples. Let me just use Cyprus again as, a, as an example of for UK expats. So a UK expat, um, but this will apply generally to any uh, EU country where these conditions are, are approved. Um, if you want to check it out in more detail, uh, we, we've got a, 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 a questionnaire for you where you can work out whether you need a, a, a visa or an, an ETIAS travel authority for visiting any countries. So with Cyprus, uh, a UK expat has got visa-free travel to enter the Cyprus, so only needs to bring a passport. Um, but they will need the electronic travel authority um, to stay for 90 days. Once you're in Cyprus, visa-free travel with your electronic travel authority, if you intend to stay, the rule is that you should apply for a residency permit. And that can take some months, but as long as you've applied for that, you can then stay beyond that stay. Um, but you'll need to uh, start that process uh, to have that application and those registrations to have freedom of movement across the border where you might potentially, uh, post the introduction of the uh, Travel Authority Scheme, be questioned on moving in and out of the, out of the country. Once you've got a, a residency permit, you're free of the short stay rules, so you can stay for more than 90 days in any six months period. If you stay for more than six months, uh, then you've got a, an obligation to register as a tax resident. So you're not a, you can be resident and have a resident permit without being a tax resident in that country. So if you've got property uh, or business interests, but you're not necessarily living uh, and working uh, in that country, you can still have a resident permit that allows you that freedom of movement to stay longer. And, and this is something that you should consider based upon your work or your family or, or your property interests. If you want more information on that, contact us at projectpartnership.com. Uh, same as you go on to a permanent residency. Although the permanent residency is less likely to be removed um, that, than a, a, a shorter term resident permit, the resident permit might need renewing every year or every two years. When you've got a residency permit, it will be a longer period of time, 10 years or longer. Uh, but have in mind that the UK expat with a resident permit in, in Cyprus or another EU country is, while they're not subject to short stay rules in that country, they will be subject to short stay rules in other countries. 
and, and that will give them restrictions there. So a residency permit gives extra freedoms to enjoy your overseas property, uh, your overseas uh, business, uh, or to stay longer with family abroad, whether it's just to enjoy um, a, a Mediterranean summer uh, or um, you know enjoy skiing in 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 Norway in the winter for um, and, and get frozen in the choice is yours but the residency permit gives you that freedom and it gives you also a pathway to permanent residency where you can give you a long-term stay without citizenship uh, so resident permits are part of the way to getting the freedoms to uh, have freedom of movement around an EU country where you've got vital interests of property, family and business. For more information and guidance contact us at productpartnership.com and we'll help you and guide you every step of the way. Thanks for listening and we'll see you again next time. The ProAct Know-How, brought to you by ProAct.